What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams and GP. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning on this historic day? Good morning. Um, I mean, you know, I'm healthy and alive. Uh, for today. But, uh, for today. Because that, that remains to be seen for tomorrow. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll probably still be healthy and alive tomorrow as well. Just a little possibly distraught. Not distraught. No. Actually, no. I'm not going to be distraught no matter what the election, what, what, what happens in the election. Honestly, if... <laughs> If Biden wins, you deserved it. If Trump wins, great. Uh, that, that means we can clean some clean, clean house. Either way, Bruce, I've got my Jolly Time popcorn ready to go, right? I mean, I got a big old bucket of it ready to go. And, and yeah. to be honest with you, to wash it down with, I have got a five-gallon bucket of liberal tears. Yeah, ready to go. <laughs> so I, I am all salty, set. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a little salty. Yeah, that, that's I'll, I'll, maybe I'll just top some of the popcorn with it. I, I'm not sure. I haven't yeah. decided yet. Haven't decided yet. But uh, anyway, all right. Let's. We're going to talk about some election stuff this afternoon. But I wanted because everybody's talking election stuff today, right? Today's election day. Everybody's talking election stuff today. The CDC says that people that are sick with COVID-19. So if you are sick with COVID-19, if you're diagnosed, you're positive, you're quarantined in your home with COVID-19. Did you hear what I just said? They say that you can break the quarantine and go vote in person. That's what they're saying. The CDC is saying that coronavirus patients can break. Are they trying to get people killed? are they trying to kill people? What, what, what is this? Like they're all of a sudden saying this this thing's going to kill us all if you don't stay home. And now it's, we had to have mail in voting. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was going to kill us all if we went out in public. And now the CDC right. is saying, oh, no, go out and vote. Sick or not, go out and vote. Like, yes, what? it yes. kind of contradicts yourself. There, they, they have an actual quote here that they've released. They say that um, coronavirus patients can break quarantine on Tuesday to vote in person. And they've confirmed this. The CDC has confirmed this. Now, I we know that there's a split in the CDC. We know that there's the uh, uh, same as the WHO. There's a faction in each organization that is trying to get some some information out there. And then there's others that backpedal and and throw all this different uh, conflicting information out there and all that stuff. Voters have the right to vote. According to this, this is their quote. Voters have the right to vote regardless of whether they're sick or in quarantine. While having the right to do so, those infected by the contagion should take steps to protect poll workers and other voters, they said. This includes, again, CDC guidance. This is their quote. This includes wearing a mask, staying at least six feet away from others, washing your hands, or using hand sanitizer before and after voting. You should also let poll workers know that you are sick or in quarantine when you arrive at the polling location. The more oh, uh, prepared also- you are. Go ahead. Also, when, when when you say that you're um, uh, sick, also tell them whether you're a Democrat or Republican, um, <laughs> yeah. because all Republicans will be sent back home 
Democrats, you will be put to the front of the line and allowed to And vote. given three ballots. And given three ballots. That's and right. given three ballots. The more prepared you are, the less time you may have to spend at the voting station, the CDC says. So anyone who is sick should check with local authorities for specific guidance, they also stressed. So, you know, that's it. See, Bruce, you have the right to vote. You have the right. See, we didn't even need mail-in voting. With it, if that's the case, it's funny how they come out and they mention that the day of the election, right? You you actually don't have the right to vote. You have the privilege. That's one of the quote unquote rights that can actually be taken away from you. By the way, just just pointing that out there. Well, yeah, if you're a felon, you can't vote, right? Yeah, I I also think that people that don't own property, I don't think they should be allowed to vote either. If you don't own property in the U.S., you shouldn't have you shouldn't be allowed to vote because you have no skin in the game. Fair point. Or at the very least, pay taxes, right? At the very least. At least pay taxes. Yeah, that, that's, well, I mean, as long as any, we keep- Not be on any benefits. Let's, how about well, that? Well, okay, benefits might be in, yeah, that, that could, well, then you have people that are legitimately disabled that can't Yeah, okay, work, fair, that fair would, enough. Yeah. Fair but, enough. Okay, uh, yeah, all right. As long as we keep the the other things, like you have to be an American citizen and all those kind of things, because the left would love it if you just pay taxes. If that's all the requirement was for you to vote, well, then you would have tons of illegal aliens voting because True. they tout and say, oh, they, they pay taxes. So they also made one last little advisement here. I love how they're just advising. They're not ordering. They're just advising. The center mm-hmm. advised ailing voters to bring extra masks, hand sanitizer and their own black pen. Mm. So if you bring a black pen, but it's not the right type. Is it, is it like those tests? You remember the tests in school? You had to use a certain pencil like the number twos or whatever. And if you didn't use that pencil, then it did the, like the machine yep, wouldn't the machine actually doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, is it, it's similar thing here. If you don't bring your own, like if it's the wrong type, does it? I don't know. All I want to know is where was the CDC putting this information out there when the Dems were pushing for mail-in voting in the coronavirus relief packages? Uh, this if might- we could... If we could go out and vote now, well, then why did we need mail-in voting for then? This might this might uh, bite them in the ass here uh, when this goes to the Supreme Court. If it goes to the Supreme Court, Republicans can be like, look, CDC has said themselves, vote in person even if you're sick. Why did we need mail-in voting? And you could end up having mail-in votes thrown out, uh, potentially. They should. Uh, so, whew. I, I don't. That, that's a, that's a lot of voters. Okay, so, there are know. some states. There are some states that have had mail-in voting for a very long time, but but sure. it's taken them years to get that system, and it's still not perfect. It's still not perfect. Yeah, yeah. But we're just now all of a sudden supposed to adopt this nationwide, and everything's going to go fine. Hell, they don't even know who won the Iowa caucus at the Democrat side. To this day, they don't know yeah. that. I still don't know. That's. Uh, but uh, no, there's no problems with mail-in. No, no problems. There's not going to be any issues there. No, no problems with not having your uh, signature on there, you know, that matches the ballot or, you know, no, no, no issues there. Or even if you don't have it post postmark on there, you know, no issue. That's fine. All right. Speaking of CDC, right, we know that this person is not part of the CDC. Anthony Fauci, Dr. Fauci, you know, revered, sainted Anthony Fauci, the guy who who has been such a wonderful advisor through all of this pandemic. You couldn't make this up. His own family now says that they don't support him because of this national lockdown crap. His cousin has come out and, uh, who, by the way, he also has the same name as him, Anthony. You, <laughs> you imagine what that poor guy's dealing with every day? <laughs> Here's the worst part. You ready for this? Fauci's cousin, who is also named Anthony, so Anthony Fauci, and is a restaurant owner in New York. Oof. See where this is going? Yeah. yeah. See where this is going? Yeah. 
said that his family members talk and suggestions of coronavirus lockdowns are backfiring all across the country. The restaurateur who owns La Fontana, the La Fontana restaurant on Staten Island, New York, says that lockdowns simply don't work. They shouldn't do the lockdowns, he said, especially now. If you don't abide by the rules, shut that area down, but don't shut down the whole industry. He's a restaurant owner. We know that restaurants in New York have been taking the biggest hit out of all this. And also uh, his cousin's son, uh, Joe Fauci, also agrees. He says, in the beginning, I thought Anthony was fabulous. But then a few times he flip-flopped on different things. He had us all locked down at a tremendous rate. They should have loosened things up when it was slowing down in the summer. Everything else was loosening up except the restaurant business where they have their family fortune. Okay, so Fauci's also made a statement on Thanksgiving dinners, right? Because you wouldn't want to infect your family, right? We got to limit those those family gatherings. This is what Fauci said about Thanksgiving. You may have to bite the bullet and sacrifice that social gathering unless you're pretty certain that people you're dealing with were not infected. That is unfortunately a risk when you have people coming in from out of town. Well, of course you do. You got family driving in from all over the place to, to get together to have have a holiday dinner and everything. Happens every year. Gathering together in an indoor setting. This is unfortunate because that's such a sacred part of an American tradition. The family gathering around Thanksgiving. But that's a risk. See, that's a risk now that he said that that's a risk. So it, it's about tearing at the fabric of society. It's about tearing down our communities. It's about tearing down our families. It's a direct attack on the family. It's what Ned talked about yesterday. It's a direct attack on the community itself. And this is what Flopsy said. I mean, Fauci. (laughs) That's what Fauci said about Thanksgiving. But we're referencing his. How you doing, GP? Oh, fantastic. We're referencing his cousin and his cousin's son, who are restaurant owners in New York. Mm -hmm. And of course, we know how badly the restaurant industry has been hit by all this, especially in New York. So no, no, everybody's fine. That's a myth. Yeah, yeah, sure. His, yeah, that, that's a myth. Yeah, okay. Thank, thank you, Congressman Nadler. Appreciate that. Um, okay, you're welcome. His Enabler? family's now Congressman Nadler. Yeah, it, I got it. Yeah, his family's now flip. Fauci's family's now flipping on him. They're saying that publicly that they mm-hmm. don't support him any longer. Do you happen to have on tap uh, Michelle Obama during the uh, Obama campaign where she said we have to change our traditions? I think I might have that. Uh, is it this one? And Barack knows that we are going to have to make sacrifices. We are going to have to change our conversation. Uh, we're going to have to change our traditions, our history. We're going to have to move into a different place uh, as a nation to provide the kind of future that we all want desperately for our children. Uh, and he is the man to do it. That one? Yeah. Isn't it interesting that all the attacks that we've been seeing here lately are on all uh, of those things? Are exactly that. Well, see, Bruce, this is the future that we all want desperately for our children. You see, it's for the children. We have to cut out Thanksgiving. We have to cut out all these things for the children. Don't you want to do it for the children? Yeah, because I want my kids to be locked down every time there's a flu. I want my kids to not work and be able to, you know, afford living. Yeah, you're you're right. Don't you want equality of outcome? No, equity. Won't that be awesome? Equity. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> oh, like I can barely see GP. He's like reclined back in his chair. He's got his feet up on his desk. I'm just waiting for him to just like tip over completely and his hat and everything will just go. I'm waiting for his feet to kick up. <laughs> that's that's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> Oh. And then all you hear after the green screen behind him comes crashing down, all you're going to hear is, I'm all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this isn't this isn't the lifestyle I want for my kids. This isn't the future that I'm uh, I want for my kids, which is exactly why I don't have any. 
by the way. <laughs> Hell, I wouldn't want to for, forget. I mean, I hate to sound cold hearted here, but forget the kids. We don't want this for ourselves. Right. We're still young yeah. enough that we got a lot left to live in all this. Yeah. We got a lot, a lot left to do here. I, I don't want to live under this crap myself, but l- let's not get too deeply into uh, for the children right now. California Church. Right. Since we got GP in here and this is something this is a oh, case you brought up on on many times, uh, uh, many different occasions, Bruce. So let's let's talk about this. The California Church, the uh, Cavalry Chapel in San Jose. This is the one that has mm-hmm. been continuously holding services and they have a number of fines in excess of three hundred and fifty thousand dollars and they're fighting it. Uh, they're going to they're going to fight this. The pastor has come out and said that uh, there are people who are accusing us that we're trying to kill people that we don't care about people. He says this is the farthest thing from the truth. He told reporters that uh, he was never again going to close the doors ever of his church. Here's a guy who said, uh, I'm sorry, we have a constitutional right to worship in this country. Our birthright is to worship in this country, and you're not going to take it. I don't care if you're a state governor. Uh, a state governor. I don't care if you're a president. I don't care if you're some uh, petty little tin pot despot at a health department. I don't care what you are. We're going to keep our doors open, and that's our damn right to do so. And so they're standing up to it. There's a reason that the Constitution gives us these rights, and they're from God. There's a reason that we have it from God, because that means government's not giving it to us, and that means government can't take, a, take it away, in theory. I, you know what? I, I commend them for staying open, because you, you know what's happened? Uh, there's there's um, I heard a story of, of someone's family member here recently. Um, they were a recovering alcoholic. Uh, they had um, found God, had their Jesus moment, uh, got away from alcohol, uh, but they still were struggling with overcoming that addiction. You know, some people just have problems with addictions, right? We've talked about that before. What is it? Thirty percent of people have addictive personalities. Um, was it that he low? was one of those no, I'm pretty sure that's it's what this stat was. Is it thirty? Okay, I, I thought it was higher than that. Sorry, go ahead. Um, he he was going to like the AA meetings and was going to church and everything, and that was his support structure. And then with these COVID lockdowns, he got back into alcohol. They found him dead, a, a friend of his, about a week ago because uh, of these lockdowns. Because of that, that was directly affect. He said um, uh, the he found himself. Uh, he had bought a bottle of vodka and was home drinking it before he realized he had even bought the vodka. I mean, that's how, you know, subconscious and everything it was for him. Anyway, all that to say, by closing down churches, by closing down these organizations, it's destroying people's lives because they're recovering from something in some cases like this guy, or just the fact of, I don't know, you having a social, uh, you know, race species needing social interaction with other of their own species, and you're removing that from them, it they end up uh, killing themselves or falling into depression or, uh, you know, substance abuse or, uh, you know, <clears throat> no, these churches need to be opened up. These or the it just everything. Just go back to normal. Just go back to life as normal. Governor it, Whitmer. Governor Whitmer's, yeah, Governor Whitmer's talking about throwing people in jail. With her new restrictions, she says that she yeah. didn't give a damn about what the Supreme Court of the state of Michigan says. She's going to do what she feels as though is necessary, in her opinion. She should be arrested and thrown in jail herself. I agree. It's, Have, it's, do you guys ever think that maybe there's powers that be that are behind some of these politicians? Because, you, I mean, no yes. rational person 
sees yeah. these things and goes, you know what? I'm really going to vote against this. I think there might be powers that be behind. I sound like a tinfoil okay. hat. I sound like I should be able. We should all have our tinfoil Hold on. Hats. Let me get my hat here. I, I got to get my hat. Yeah. You got yours? Yeah. I'm about ready. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Spew, spew some weirdos. But these politicians are responding because, you know, you'll see some of them saying, hey, well, I'm opening up the state. You know, you've, we've seen a few that have, have decided, hey, we're going to open up, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm next week. They're like, it's too dangerous. Uh, we, we're, we're not ready to be open at this time. Abbott. Uh, we got, yes. OK. I, I didn't want to name names. Um, I'm going to name names. I, I'm, okay. I, at first, I thought Abbott was decent. And then he started locking down and doing the BS that they, they're doing. No, because what if he's being pressured from outside forces? I, You know, if you got your family threatened, what would you do? I agree. That's what it is. I, I agree that that's what it is. I think these people are being threatened. I think our governors and mayors on local and on levels are being pushed. Yeah. To vote a certain way. Yeah. You push me like that as a governor or as a you you are. I am but remember I'm wired. Okay, but what if what if but okay, even though they said they would take out your Yeah, family. but these are these are cowardly oh, politicians. You, these are you, cowardly you threaten, politicians. Yeah, you threaten my family, though. If you come at my family, oh, like it's on. That, it's like, on. I has your family. That already has your let's say they already have your family. You know what? I'm the governor. I have the power over the National Guard. You better hope I don't find you. <laughs> I will pull the National Guard on you at that point. <laughs> yeah, well, see, you could pull the National Guard, but then you'd be like, oh, okay, look, at, look, look what this governor okay, did. What, look what this governor did. Here's what you okay, do. He doesn't you do it for what? anybody right. else. It, it doesn't matter. You know, it it doesn't, doesn't, it's it doesn't matter. These are cowards. Yes, I agree. They're, they're too worried about their reputations, and they think that by going along with this, they're somehow going to get a seat at that table. It's not going to work. You know, I've been saying for a while, I said the politicians, I've been saying, you guys know that I've been saying this. I'm talking historically here. The politicians had a window of opportunity. That window of opportunity has since closed. They had an opportunity to do the right thing here, and they haven't done the right thing. They've continued to go along with this. That opportunity is now over for them. They are now collaborators in this system. That's it. That's it. There's no redemption now for that. There's no redemption now for that. You you don't get to uh, to come out at the last minute now and say, oh, uh, sorry, we, we thought we were doing the right thing. No, no, it's too late for that. It's too late for that. They are all in on this. They had an opportunity, and that window of opportunity was rapidly closing. They had a chance to join we the people. They haven't done that. They've made no effort in doing any of that. And I'm not talking about all politicians here. I'm talking about those that are going along with this lockdown. China's open for business, man. They're booming. They are booming. The nightclubs are roaring. There's no social distancing. There's no masks. There's no none of this stuff. It's on here in the West. It's on. They're worried about being called names. That's what they're worried about. I don't care about your names. I never have. Let's jump over before we get too unhinged here. Uh, let's let's get over to um, some space stuff. We like to talk about space. GP, I know you like to. I know you like to get in on these conversations when we talk about space here on the morning show. Cockroaches. Mm-hmm. Co- yeah, space cockroaches. Well, this one you might actually like. The International okay. Space Station can't last forever, and here's how. Here's how it's eventually going to die by fire. They're going to let it fall out of the sky. So no, no more space cockroaches. Doesn't that make you happy, GP? Uh, they're just going to put up another one. But that one, if less it completely disintegrates, you're going to have debris littering our planet. Uh, and that's the yes. problem I have. We already littered our space. Have you seen how much debris we have in space? Yeah, there's a lot of garbage up there. Yes, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's it's litter. And we just want to litter okay. more. Uh, to be fair for 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 this one, I know because of the significance of it, I know that they would try to clean up most of it and put it in a museum, um, depending on where it landed, if any of it landed, which it will. Metal doesn't typically burn up. Um, 
Otherwise, yeah, nothing the, like yeah. molten metal flying down at you at incredible speeds. Yeah, well, awesome. I mean, one of the, the China's things just though. fell out of the. Th- just, one of China's things just fell out of orbit, didn't it? And, yeah. and it landed yeah, like what was it, like a hundred feet from somebody? Yeah, it, it came close to hitting someone. It actually the trajectory was actually really close to hitting like uh, it was a big city like New York or something like that. I don't remember. Wow, uh, it was one of the bigger cities. Yeah, as it was coming down, did they say it's going to make you famous? No. <laughs> <laughs> What a way to go, though. See, right? that's that's what I hate. Yeah, what a way to go. But I, yeah, if you're gonna go, I mean, but I don't know. It's just more go out with the bang, right? Do. So yeah, go out All with right, the bang. Well, yeah. So oh, this splat. this thing, they're literally so they're literally gonna let this thing just fall out of the sky. Is that was that what they're gonna mm-hmm. do? Is that their plan? Yeah, that's typically what we do with satellites and things that are you know they we're unable to keep them in orbit anymore. Well, that's what we do to them. So the only other option we have for these kind of things is um, send a rocket up, dismantle it. And bring it back down safely. That's the only other option. Um, or throw it into the sun. How, how long is it going to take for this thing in a decaying orbit? How, how long is it going to take for this to actually come down? Depends on, I mean, technically it's in a decaying or- orbit already. They have to readjust its position a little bit as is. But depends on how bad it's decaying or if they just launch it into, I mean, when they do, so when they break orbit like that and they bring it down, typically what they do is they they calculate it and they do like a controlled burn and everything and put it into a set trajectory so they know where it's going to land or a general idea where it's going to land. Typically, we well, I I should say NASA does that. Uh, Other space organizations like, for example, the China's space organization just brings it down and uh, if it hits a big city, uh, whoopee dink. I mean... As we've seen, it was Trump's the, uh, fault. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So all told, right, the 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 size of this thing. OK, it took to construct it. It took 42 separate launches. The facility would wait if they were to bring it down. OK, because it took 42 launches to actually put it together in, in total. The facility would weigh over 900,000 pounds, which is about 4,000, excuse me, 420,000 kilograms on Earth. So if they were to bring it down and is nearly the length of a football field and boasts as much livable volume as a six bedroom house. That's pretty big. You wouldn't think that it was actually that big, but it's actually it's pretty, pretty large. Well, I mean, if if we get the the uh, Starship going, SpaceX, that's five launches. That's true. That's true. So the station's demise uh, didn't go completely uh, unconsidered as the facility is being designed. But a few years earlier, in 1979, I remember hearing about this when I was a kid. In 1979, NASA's Skylab, that that was a just a small station, that fell out of orbit. The agency had planned to guide the facility down in a controlled destruction in Earth's atmosphere using an early flight of the space shuttle. But the vehicle was delayed, leaving the 80-ton Skylab stranded even as solar activity picked up. So we couldn't launch the uh, the space shuttle. It fell out of the sky and, and uh, we lost that one. So they're just going to let this one do the same thing. I mean, a 900,000-pound facility, uh, nearly a million pound facility. That's not going to burn up too easily. Yes and no. So you'll you'll uh, large large portions of it will. It's not really going to burn up as as much as it's going to break apart. The uh, some of the materials in there will burn up, but the metals and that sort of thing they'll uh, probably break apart uh, just from resistance and how much material is there. Right. This this the space station is built to survive in a vacuum, not in an atmosphere. So. It has to deal with pressures that are pushing outward, not pressures like um, air resistance and those sort of things. So it'll it'll break up. A lot of it will break up in, in reentry. Yeah, as as GP said, it's gonna 
that's going to litter the planet some more. Um, it is. Uh, you know, it you, is. you also have gases being released from materials burning off as well that enters our atmosphere. So we are out of time this morning. We do have another story on what happened at the ISS, but we can cover that tomorrow. Uh, we don't we don't have time to do that this morning, but it's quite interesting. And it's been verified by a certified conspiracy theorist. <laughs> that should be uh, that should be interesting to talk about. But anyway, we are going to have to go. So happy Election Day. I hope that uh, everyone that's listening in the U.S. gets a chance to go out and vote and make sure you vote your conscience. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce and GP. Thank you to all the listeners. And for all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon. And I hope everyone has a great morning.